Let's raise our hands to heaven and thank him sincerely tonight. Let's appreciate him. Let's just thank him and bless his name and worship him. Thank him and worship him and thank him for his grace upon your life. Let's thank him for his love. Let's thank him. Let's thank him and thank him and say, Lord, we are grateful for your mercies. Thank you for keeping us alive. Thank you for your grace at work in our life. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Please go ahead and just thank him again. Thank him for the weather. Thank him for the opportunities. Thank you for the grace. Thank him for the connection. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We thank you. Father, we bless your name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. And so, Father, we thank you tonight. We thank you for our lives. We thank you for your blessing. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your word. We thank you for everything that you have done for us. Father, be thou be exalted in Jesus' name. We pray that tonight will be a special night for all of us. And all of us will be blessed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. If you are happy, shout hallelujah. Let's greet at least five people. You are welcome to church tonight. We appreciate you. Please, Tujuka, Turaka, Turaka, Tujuka. Stretch your hand and greet at least five or six people. I'm excited to see you. You are blessed in Jesus' name. We thank God for your life. Thank you so much. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Shout hallelujah. Okay, last Sunday I was actually following the message. Until I reach a place inside the Bumasha. And I could not. Okay, until I reach Overcoma. Mude Paris, the Christian Church of God, Overcoma. That was the first church I pastored. That was the first church I founded under RCCJ. I was led by God to say hello. Even though they were not the people that invited me. But I said, okay, let me see what will happen. Whether I will see anybody that can remember my face. I left the church 2001 July. 
That's when I came to Shogbo. That's 22 years ago. That's what I officially left. I pastored them maybe from here to Bumasha for another two years. Uh-huh, yeah, was going and coming, was going and coming. But officially I was transferred here in July 2001. That is almost 22 years ago. So I, 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 I told the brother that drove me there, I said, okay, go and pick my children, but let me just stop over at this church because there's no way I can come to Bumasha and now remember the beginning. Most of Pastor Guru gave his life to Christ under that ministration in Overcomer. So many other people that became pastor, mighty today, I pastored them there. So I said, let me just see. So I was telling Tokwe, just carry your phone. Let me see whether somebody will be able to recognize my face. So as I was entering, I saw a banner in front. I said, what are you doing? FB something. They say it's final year, Thanksgiving, service. Say, oh, what a nice day for me to enter. So as I entered the church, all the church shouted. I was saying, ah, ah. What is happening? The person that was preaching just pointed and said, that is Pastor Richard I've been preaching this morning. He was preaching and he was talking about me, how he came to that church, met me, you know, mentor him, how he had a testimony of staying back. I've shared his testimony with you. That was Pastor Leye. He was the one preaching. Pastor Amal left the hotel and ran towards me. The whole church stood up, you know. They were so happy to see me. And they stopped the preaching. Then the person I picked, I said, that is Pastor Detuji, the founder of this church that this man has been preaching about how he mentored him. And he said, I must come to the other. I said, you didn't invite me. I just said, I should just say hello to you. He said, no, no, I can't go. As I climbed the altar, the phone of Pastor Guru rang. We have been sinking since morning. We are waiting for you. <laughs> so I showed her. I said, look, this Pastor Guru calling. They said, no, I should start with them. So I told them, I said, okay, I'm happy to be here. My coming in at this time is to tell you that your prayer will be answered. Just stand up and begin to thank God that your prayer will be answered. And I handed over the fact to them and I jump out. While they are closing their eyes, I just jump out. And some of the final people jump out to greet me, take picture with me. I was so happy that I branched. You know, I thought, who can remember what I've done 20 something years ago in that place? And I posted it on your WhatsApp group, Overcomer. And they started calling me all over. Ah, Pastor, thank you for visiting them. Thank you. And somebody said, There is something you put in that church. Anywhere you, anytime you appear in that church, they will still remember you. Pastor Diola Daraibo was telling me that. You, you know, you didn't pastor me directly. I just heard about you and I fell in love with you. You didn't pastor me directly. Anytime. They mention your name in that place. There's something that rings. And they say, what is it that rings? He said, well, no, there's something that you left in that place. In fact, I entered the place one of the day invited me. They were praying. And the whole church came out to welcome me. They stopped prayer. And the pastor, and the man that was pastoring them say, ah, what did you do to this church that they love you like this? Say it's nothing. It's just impact. If you make impact on a particular life, you know, that life will remember you, you know, time upon time upon time. I don't know why they invited Pastor Lai to come and preach there. I don't know if the pastor and mother be pastoring there. People that knew me, and I didn't know how I'm going to reconnect back to them. 
And I was so happy to see them rejoicing and doing fine. And that encouraged me a lot that there's no work that you do for God that is a waste. All these all these children that you are seeing here now, all this all this Olamide, Sheyi, we again. They are general of Asias tomorrow. I know they will invite me to Canada one day. You see? These are big, big men tomorrow. Anytime you see a young person, fear them. They are going high. Very, very high. All of them are pastors everywhere now. All of them. And they were very, very small. They look as if they were not uh, cultured. Not doing very well, but doing mightily. Through God. And, and now at uh, the co-elect family church, where they were planning for me. Then I understand the power of reception. You know, as I was thinking about them, I saw a caption on a card this afternoon. Be open. Be open. They were open-minded people. Not because of what I've done, no. But because of what Biro has done on them. You know, I usually go there maybe once in a year. I went there to inaugurate the church. And I've been going consistently at least once in a year to minister to them. So they were ready for me. You know, when people are ready for you, they were ready to swallow you up. Every word you speak matters. Everything from the altar is a prophecy. And it has always been like that every time I attended that church. I pray the Lord will bless that church in Jesus' name testimony upon testimony as a church as an individual they were giving testimony and i pray all of us also will be getting testimony upon testimony in jesus name i must tell you the truth i was seriously blessed not because i ministered to them but because they made me happy that is the truth i was seriously refreshed and i pray that your children also both spiritual and physical will make you happy in the mighty name of jesus christ every testimony they have been waiting for they will come out in the name of jesus and the lord tonight also will make you happy in jesus name say believing amen you know there's no way i can say i'm happy and I will tell you everything that made me happy. I will just describe it. I'm just happy. I can't tell you everything that made me happy. But I was seriously happy and blessed. My prayer is that this church will be blessed in the name of Jesus. Let's turn to Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18. We are month of favor. And all of us will enjoy favor in Jesus' name. Can I say something tonight? Christianity is not boring. Working with God is not an endurance trick. It's an exciting work. A very interesting journey. And I want you to open up yourself to the fact that as you are coming to God, you are not coming here to endure God, but to enjoy his benefits. Every benefit that the Lord has prepared for you tonight, may you enjoy them in the name of Jesus anointing for God's favor. But we all with 
open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the Lord we are changed into the same image from glory to glory as by the spirit of the Lord the spirit of the Lord tonight will move us to another realm of favor in Jesus name and none of us will be stagnant in Jesus name can you hear me preach to your neighbors you will not be stagnant you will enjoy favor upon favor as we are looking at Jesus tonight it shall be glory upon glory favor upon favor maybe you don't know before another word for glory is favor anywhere we talk about glory we are talking about favor something attractive something shining something that is worth mentioning or worth remembering and the bible says here that the only secret to glory upon glory or favor upon favor is beholding him as in a glass that means when we look at him his favor his favor god's favor is upon us so by his spirit we manifest his favor we radiate his favor may you radiate his favor in jesus name how do you get favor from the lord it is number one true instruction from him that is why concentration is important christianity is not a religion you must open your ear and hear something from the lord please please nobody is too young to hear something from the lord psalm chapter 94 verse 12 psalm chapter 94 verse 12 says blessed is the man whom you instruct whom you instruct blessed is the one whom you teach out of your law blessed is the man another word for blessed is favored is the man whom you chastises O lord and teach it out of thy law another word says blessed is the man whom you instruct when god instructs you say do this do that you are blessed and i know some of you have been born again for years yeah you can't say god say this thing to me god say that thing to me the proof of sonship is that god is instructing you psalm chapter 32 verse 8 i will instruct thee by the way that thou shouldest go i will teach you i will lead you and i will not forsake you you want favor listen to the innermost being you know as i enter obomashaw the spirit inside me says how can you come to obomashaw without visiting overcomer i've been to obomashaw several times to minister without visiting overcomer my mind within the other i'm going i'm focused speaking in tongue because i will not even look up and i don't care whether there was a church i passed up but this particular day as the fact who enter Obumasho, Uvakoma came into my mind visit them take picture with them get there it was so heavy even though i know i was late but i perceive a strong instruction from within me that somebody i must see in Uvakoma is waiting for me and not knowing their program that they were actually talking about me since morning and I told the driver, drop me. I must say hello here. When you are coming back from the stadium road, pick me back. God is always instructing you. Speaking from your mind. Listen to the instruction of the Lord. Don't be an animal that will not perceive when God is talking. Don't say, why is this so hard? They are not hard. It's because you are hard to listen. You are very rigid. Let the Holy Spirit guide and lead you. When the Holy Spirit leads, there is favor. 
As we are waking up in the morning, the first thing that will come out of your mouth, Father, I thank you for a beautiful day like this. Father, I thank you for a wonderful future you have ahead for me. Father, I thank you for the weather. Lord, I thank you for the office. Lord, I thank you for my journey. And as we are thanking him, instruction will come to you. Why don't you pick your pen? Why don't you carry this bag? Why don't you do this? God is constantly instructing people on how to be blessed. Constantly instructing people. Constantly. Make sure that you are listening to instruction because when God is instructing you, you are blessed. Psalm 16 verse 7 also say, I will bless the Lord who will instruct me in my night season. In other words, even when you are sleeping, God is teaching you. You remember verse 16 verse 6 says, Lines are falling upon me in pleasant places. I have a good inheritance. Then he said, The Lord will instruct me while I am sleeping. While you are sleeping, God is willing to talk. He's willing to talk. So listen to him. God is constantly speaking. Stop closing your ears. I've told you that when we were young. I don't know whether they still do it now. If somebody is doing badly and they are passing beside, we say, God has something to say. Say it. God has something to say. Say it. Listen, listen. Pay good attention. For God has something to say. And randomly, each person in the hall, I don't know what the youth of our time are doing now. Maybe when you move and you are doing badly. Maybe when you dance is Bugawa. Huh? <laughs> you are too happy that you are dancing. But you know, that is what we do and see, see, we enjoy ourselves. I just want you to enjoy yourself, but out of those walls, we will pick one or two verses as a birthday gift. Do you remember? You say, ah, okay, God has something to say. This one we say, Philippians chapter 4, verse 19. I say, hey, God gave me an instruction. You write it down. And that person will say, I will say it around. I will enjoy myself. We didn't have phone now. But we had brain. We memorized scripture. And we used to exhort ourselves with it. And we pick instruction to follow from that particular word. Root in the Bible is an epitome of favor. But in Ruth chapter 3 verse 6, the Bible says, Root got up and did according to the instruction of Naomi. And she became the owner of a whole feed. Look, if you come to church and you leave this place without obeying the simple, simple instruction that God is giving you, you will remain the same. You are not changing. It's not changing. You, you will remain the same. But if you come to church and you have not come here to play and you listen and you pick, maybe I should greet people. That's what God is saying this morning. Maybe I should be humble. That's what God is saying this afternoon. Maybe I should be grateful. Maybe that's what God is saying on Sunday. Maybe I should do this. And you pick those simple, simple instructions, then you are favored. Look at it. And she went down onto the floor and did according to all that her mother-in-law bade her. My father say, as instructed her. Instructions are the highways of favor. Job chapter 22, verse 22 to 23. Receive instruction from the Lord. Good will come your way. Favor will come your way. Look at it. Receive, I pray thee, instruction from his mouth. And lay up his word in thy heart. Verse 23. 
Verse 20, look at verse 23. If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up. Thou shalt put iniquity far away from thy tabernacle. Verse 24. We are going to 25. Quickly, quickly. Then shall thou lay up gold as dust, and gold of Ophir as stones of the brook. Verse 25. Yea, the Almighty shall be thy defense, and thou shalt have plenty of sliver. People that receive instruction of the Lord, they enjoy abundance of money. <laughs> abundant favor comes from abundant instruction. You can't be dull head. You can't be in church and God is not instructing you. You are once one instruction away from the favor that you want to enjoy. One instruction away. Look, every one of us we are where we are today by an instruction. What will take us to the next promotion is another instruction. Do this thing. Simple instruction. Father Abraham had a word in, Abraham, in Genesis chapter 12. And he said, do this, do this. I will do this, I will do that. Verse 4, the Bible says, Father Abraham departed. He obeyed instruction and he was favored. And I pray you too, you obey divine instruction. Please, don't let us be stubborn. Some of you, even after God has talked to you, you still go to a man of God. God said this thing. Should I do it? I say he's a man of God, a deputy God. If God gives you an instruction, whatever he asks you to do, do it. John chapter 2 verse 4. He said, they have no wine. He said, they don't have wine. He said, Jesus is here. Don't worry. He will speak. But whatever he asks you to do, do what? Do it. Do it. John chapter 2. At the, at the marriage ceremony. Please let me preach your neighbor. Say, whatever Jesus asks you to do, pay good attention and do it. Okay, the easiest way to walk, the easiest way to walk and to be blessed. Put on verse 5. Jesus said unto our woman, What have I to do with thee? My hour is not yet come. Verse 5. His mother said unto the servant, Whatsoever he say unto you, do it. Somebody says, when his hour come, whatever he asks you to do, do it. The hour of Jesus is now, now. Because the word of God is going on. Whatever he speaks to you, do it. Don't be somebody that will just come to church and you go back home without anything. People become great by listening to simple, simple instruction. Please, if you are not growing, something is wrong with you. You are not taking instruction from him. Instruction are the highways of favor. If you want to be a better person, you want to enjoy favor from the Lord, make sure you listen to him and obey instruction. My prayer is that you never become the same person again in Jesus' name. Every new day, every new year, you enjoy another realm of favor in the name of Jesus. Number two ways to favor is true opportunity. First King, I think, I think first King chapter 20, verse 39. I love first King. Anytime I'm talking about opportunity, I always remember this verse. Look at what it says. First King chapter 20, verse 39. Okay, it's first king. As the king passed by and cried unto the king, and he said, Thy servant went out into the midst of the battle. And behold, a man turned aside and brought a man unto me and said, Keep this man. If by any means he be missing, then shall thy life be for his life, or else. Thou shalt pay a talent of slaver. And he said, When I was busy here and there, the man escaped. Please, 
don't be too busy that you miss out opportunities in life somebody said something that really touched me he said jesus christ said you are the salt of the heart he said if the salt should lose his savour, how then can he be salted he said and god told him ah, he said god told him how can a salt lose his taste he said by diluting salts a salt that's supposed to put a cup of water you now put one bucket before you know it salt will not be there again it will now look like ordinary water he said don't dilute your life so much that you don't even know what is important to you don't be somebody that does not have focus be concentrated don't miss opportunity in life he said if by any means this man be missing you will pay for it that's how important opportunities are if you want to enjoy favor you must learn how to recognize opportunity opportunities are the highways of favor anyone that will enjoy favor in life must learn how to maximize but anyone you see that is talking about favor today probably they are talking about opportunity and i pray you will not lack opportunity in jesus name but you know you know most time it's not that people lack opportunity most time they miss opportunity so i'll pray for you you will not miss opportunity okay you will not miss your own god-given opportunity he said if by any means is missing your life is gone oh. and the king said you have decreed your own judgment and he said you are the one you have missed an opportunity and god will not allow you to escape please opportunity are important they are the highways of life as you grow in life god will give you opportunity never you miss it some of you you are student here is an opportunity for you to build a solid ground for yourself let's say you come to this school and while other people are playing or they are not serious you are concentrating and uh, by his grace and your efforts you had all distinctions you don't even know whether those decisions will be important but you had all decisions and sometimes maybe somewhere in life they are not asking you what do you have in school you said distinction because there's nobody that we hear this that he said we not turn ah must be a serious student must be a serious student in the adequate adjustment program that we are doing there's a guy there that is a strong politician i will mention his position in the in the this new government to you so he came this afternoon looking for ideas i said no no let him come to my office i said okay what is your plan for students what do you want to do for them he said actually we don't know but we have scholarship we have this we have that i said okay why don't you let us do it like this let's reform your program why don't you go to these schools and look for indigent students people that cannot pay their school fees instead of just saying we are doing scholarship drive down to all those schools and find out students that are doing well that are suffering not students that are looking for admission people that are in the university already people that are in college of education already but they don't have money repackage your program move to those schools and move with the provost or the registrar or the vice chancellor and tell them please help us identify students that have struggled to enter but cannot continue because of finance so that you can sponsor them you say ah we have never thought like this we have a mind of sponsoring students but we don't want to enforce school i say if you don't enforce school you'll be missing it go to those schools and find out students that are doing well but they are they are not able to move well because of finance and he took my phone number. I say, 
I will discuss it. You see what we are going to do. I say, and if you want me to help you, link you to other schools in also states where you can see indigent students that need help, I will help you. And he thanked me. And I told my wife, I said, this man, I'm trusting God, is going to hold this position. Apart from the fact that he's there now, he's going to hold this position in this government. He's going to help students. Opportunity will come to you while you are seated. But they will tell you, that man that is there. I was in my office when the exam came to me and said, I want big, big student. I knew this person is a politician like this. I said, let him come. Don't miss opportunities. Use God-given opportunity. He, Proverbs chapter 12, verse 27 says, A lazy man does not roast the food he took in hunting. He said, but the substance of a diligent man is precious. In other words, a diligent man looks at opportunity around him very well and how to maximize it. Look at the opportunity that God has given you. Some of you here now, you are very, very strong because you are young. You can wake up very early in the morning, you can have maybe three hours sleep and read all through and still remember. It's a great opportunity. Maximize that opportunity. I used to advance yourself. So we say, hey, I'm blessed. I don't fall sick. It's an opportunity. Maximize it when you are young. Because a time is coming. You will not always be like that. Don't play with this time. The time of opportunity that you have. Use it very, very well. The substance. Look at it. The slothful man roasted not that which he took in hunting. But the substance. The possession of a diligent man. Is precious. A diligent man will follow his opportunity. I will not allow it to escape. He will maximize it. Time is an opportunity. Money is an opportunity. If you save money and you have savings, it's an opportunity for you. You can buy things cheap. It's an opportunity. Friendship is an opportunity. Opportunity abound everywhere. But many people are wasting their God-given opportunity. Just look at opportunity around. Open your eyes. And may the Lord help you to maximize your opportunity in Jesus' name. Maybe I read one, one more. Okay, let's go to the next one. And number three thing that attract favor or that help you to get favor is by helping order or solving problem. Look for problem to solve and you enjoy favor from people. Please, enough of you sitting down. This is not a game house. Life is not a riasa. You are living now. You are living. There is no other life you are going to live after now. This is your real life. So and you have to live deliberately. I'm born to solve problems. Because people are going to remember you for two things. Either the problem you solve for them or the problem you have created for them. So consciously create an attitude of I want to solve problem. And when you solve problem, people will remember you and they will pray for you. Galatians chapter 6 verse 10. Galatians chapter 6 verse 10. Maybe we read two more and we'll pray. We want favor, then you must live to solve problem. Don't look at something that is bad around you and just walk away. You see a paper on the ground, pick it and take it to the dustbin. You are inculcating an habit of a solving problem. 
Look at it. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are of the household of faith. Let us do good unto all men. There was a particular, particular organization they wanted to employ some people. I don't know whether you have read it before. So, consciously, they opened their tap to be running. And they were watching who will move to the tap and close it. Some people just walk by. Ordinary water run you without any bucket. And they say, I'm going for an interview. They walk. Not on their way, maybe at the other side. But you could see that the water is just running, wasting. They, are, they walk away. And one person said, ah, let me have this water first. And have the water. And move. And they asked him or her, why do you have the water? I feel that you are wasting resources. And I wanted to help you do it. He said, that's the attitude that we want. Some people will say, Do you know some people deliberately, they will show me all the Deliberately. You know, students are laughing. They remember themselves. Our neighbor, opposite the house, they dug a borehole and they said, maybe in those days they will say, so that the borehole will not be smelling. Let us put a pipe outside. Let's put the pipe outside so that people can come and be fetching water. You know, I'll be watching from my house, my upstairs. Some say we're passing. They will just open the tap and walk away. Yes. They will just open the tap, walk away. Another person will be coming. No bucket, oh. Just say, ah, my she should be more than. You know, human being can be wicked at times. And walk away. So, I never noticed that my neighbor was noticing that. What is happening? One day he told me, Pastor, I want to block this thing. I said, why? He said, apart from the fact that I don't know what's happening to the water, but the tap gets spoiled easily all the time. I smile. So now he has blocked it. There's another that has a borehole the other side that puts the tap also outside. He has also stopped it from inside. Because even when, the, when you want to help people, some people want to destroy you for helping them. Interview people. You discover that some people are desperately wicked. They see something that is not spoiled and they want to spoil it. They want to destroy it. You don't live life like that. You live a life of a problem solver. And at the end of it all, you are able to attract favor. When you keep destroying other people's things, it will be difficult for you to have your own thing. The Bible says, if you are not faithful in another man's good, who will commit to your trust, your own? That means if you address destroying somebody else's property, you may walk around life without having your own property. Be a problem solver and you will attract opportunity. Genesis chapter 41, verse 35. Genesis chapter 41, verse 48. Look at what happened in Genesis chapter 41, verse 35. And let them gather all the food of these good years that come and lay up corn under the hand of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the city so that the land is preserved in time of famine. This was the advice of uh, Joseph to Pharaoh. Sir, the dream is good, though, but there's impending danger. Let us choose a wise man that will gather food and keep it for the years of farming so that the land will not be destroyed. 
Pharaoh said, I like your advice. There's nobody I can appoint except you. I will appoint you to do that. Look at verse 48. And he gathered. Joseph went up and gathered up all the food of the seven years which were in the land of Egypt and lay up the food in the cities, the food of the feet, which was ran about every city and lay up in the same. Now, what am I saying? Why am I picking this scripture? He advised. But when they appointed him as the person that should do it, he did it well. He was not a critic. He was somebody that was ready to solve a problem. Some people will see some, something that is not working well. And they say, okay, yeah, go and do it. And say, ah, focus on you. Okay, I'm not ready to do it. Oh. If you find somebody that can do it. If God has laid something in your mind that should be done, do it as unto the Lord. Solve problem in the house. As God is ministering to your heart, do it. Be a problem solver. Be a problem solver. Don't just suggest or say, ah, and we can do this thing like this. So do it. Do it. If it's coming to your mind for us to visit people, fix it. Be the champion of his nation. If it's coming to your mind to pray, start praying in your house. If this house is not clean enough, take them up. Whatever you are suggesting. The moment Joseph suggested that, let us keep food in the city. He said, there's nobody that will go to appoint except you. And the Bible says in verse 48, he did exactly the same thing. No wonder he was the prime minister, a man of influence all his time. They all love him. He was a man of his word. If he sees something and is going to do it, he will do it to the letter. Whatever God has put in your mind to help other people, irrespective of who they are or what they are to you, just do it as unto the Lord. And may the Lord reward you in Jesus' name. Stand on your feet. Stand on your feet. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, I'm moving from glory to glory. I'm walking in favor. Favor with God favor with man i receive grace to be a problem solver i am not a liability i am a problem solver by the grace of god i will put smile in other people's faces i will not be giving them problem in this church i will not be a problem to anybody i'll be a problem solver in my family to my wife i am a problem solver to my children i am a problem solver i will help other people I receive ministry of help. I receive grace to do good. Even if you are bad, you can pray for grace to do good. I receive grace to do good. I will do good to my parents. I will do good to my colleagues. I will do good to this institution. In the mighty name of Jesus. Ability to do good. Ability to be a problem solver. I will not complicate matter. I will make matter better. I will make issue lighter. In the mighty name of Jesus. Like Joseph in the land of Egypt. That is what I'm going to be in this church. That what I'm going to be in this organization. In the mighty name of Jesus. I receive grace to solve problem. Not just talking about problem. I receive grace to help other people. I will do good. As long as I live. I will do good that will make other people remember me. I will not be tired of doing good. I receive grace to be good and to do good, and to commit a good thing to order. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I receive grace to do good. In the name of Jesus. 
in Jesus mighty name we have prayed if you pray it sincerely God is giving you ministry of help raise your hands to him say father anoint me with ministry of help let me be a helping hand to somebody in need today let me be a helping hand to somebody in need this month let me be a helping hand to somebody in need in need this year in the mighty name of Jesus somebody that is crying for help use me to help that person in the mighty name of Jesus go ahead and pray I'm going to be a problem so far I'm going to have ministry of help in the name of Jesus Lord help me to solve problem not to be a problem creator in the name of Jesus in Jesus mighty name we have prayed okay raise your two hands to say father I don't want to miss opportunity give me grace to maximize opportunity as I see opportunity I want to maximize them I don't want to miss opportunity opportunity to be great opportunity to make impact opportunity to write my name in gold Lord I receive grace to maximize every opportunity every opportunity that come my way I receive grace to maximize it I will maximize opportunity I will not miss opportunity in the mighty name of Jesus I will not miss opportunity I'm not going to miss opportunity in the name of Jesus in Jesus name we have prayer the third one let's raise our hands to heaven say father instruct me in the day instruct me in my night season I want to enjoy divine instruction that leads to favor Lord speak to me when other people are blocking their ears Lord open my ears to instruction and let me be the kind of person you want me to be even while I'm sleeping Lord speak your word to me instruct me don't let me become the same person don't let people say to me you have not changed I want to change from glory to glory by divine instruction I want my wife to look at me and say, ah, you have changed so much. I want my children to say, ah, daddy, you have changed so much. I don't want to be at the same spot. Lord, instruct me on the way forward. Instruct me by the way that I should go. Don't abandon me. Give me instruction all the time. In the night, give me instruction. In the day, give me instruction. In the church, give me instruction. Make me a better person by your instruction let your instruction change me don't let me become a rigid person let your instruction mold me let your instruction help me let your instruction favor me in the mighty name of jesus you instructed root and root become a feed owner lord instruct me by the way that i should go instruct me on what to say instruct me on how to live instruct me on how to behave lord i need instruction lord help me let me enjoy instruction as i come to church don't let my ears be blocked lord instruct me speak to my ear i am willing to hear speak for your servant here it give me instruction lord give me instruction and help me in the mighty name of jesus people that have not known me before or people that have known me before when they see me let's say ah pastor has changed so much oh he has changed lord instruct me to glory instruct me instruct me on every aspect of life and make me a better person thank you father 
in Jesus mighty name we have prayer father we receive grace to hear instruction we receive grace to maximize opportunity father we receive grace to be a problem solver we pray tonight that none of us will remain stagnant in the name of Jesus that our life will be surrounded with favor in the name of Jesus father is there anyone in our midst that is frustrated by the power of your word take that frustration away in Jesus name while the person is sleeping tonight instruct the person on what to do to remove that frustration in the name of Jesus is there anyone here that have bad dream that is disturbing on her father turn that bad dream to blessing in the name of Jesus is there anyone that feel that is carrying curses Lord turn those curses to generational blessing is there anyone here that has been mocked father use that mockery to make that person a champion in the name of Jesus let every one of us experience a complete turnaround testimony in the name of Jesus from glory to glory from favor to favor from one level of greatness to another greatness that will be our testimony in Jesus name thank you father in Jesus name we have prayed